All right, guys, welcome back to the pod. We've got a different topic now, predictive programming. If you're familiar with what you see in conspiracy theories, you see that some prophecies have came true that you see on TV. You know, movies in particular show this a lot. And, yeah, we'll be talking about that in depth in this episode. So, Rowan, what have you got for us? What have I got for you? Yes. I think, it's, I think it's just a fascinating topic to talk about because a lot of people assume that naturally people put these things in film and media as a way to be like, oh, I'm going to tell you the future. This is what's going to happen in the future. Whereas I think it's more of a thing of it's a natural occurrence. I, th- I think these people are creatives and they sit down and they come up with these scripts and they write these scripts and these scripts come out a certain way. And yeah. um, then it'll follow the script of life perhaps because that's already scripted in the script or because uh, like you have energy exchange. So, so many people are going to watch this film. So say like a new film comes out and so many people go to watch it, that all this energy is given to this idea Mm -hmm. and it sort of manifests in people's minds. And that almost allows it to come to fruition in a way. That makes sense. Yeah, it's how magic works. Man. You get yeah. people to watch this movie, you give them the, uh, give them all the energy to watch this movie and introduce something that's going to happen so it gets into people's heads that this could occur. Precisely. And in most cases, it seems to happen because it's just magic and it's just how life seems to work. His life, yeah. History repeats itself, they say. Yeah. Well, what you got a question is whether it's the script that would have played out anyway, yeah, or if it is magic in the sense that it's been it's an idea that's been put into the subconscious of people, so many people that it almost comes a reality. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's one of those two things. Whether those things are actually the same thing or completely different is a is the real question. I think yeah. it really needs to, to be asked and to be answered. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. there's many examples. I think the big one we can talk about is the 9-11. You, you've, many, you've seen many predictive programming for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, uh, I saw in one video there was a, a magazine by Sesame Street, you know, the kids' magazine. In yeah. 1976, showing, I think it was the Cookie Monster eating the Twin Towers. So, yeah. Did did they know that 9 11 was going to happen 35 years later? Yeah. You don't think so? You don't think so? It seems very unbelievable. Yeah. I really do think a lot of things are planned, but at the same time, I, I think to assume that every single person, every single person in the creative team working on that project was like, oh, yeah, we need to put in a easter egg about 9-11 happening there's something that's going to happen in 30 years a lot of people are going to look at them like what what the fuck why would you do that exactly but yeah yeah, yeah there's, there's tons of examples when it comes to 9-11 there's like the i don't know if you've seen it the simpsons uh there's a magazine in one of the shots where bart holds up a magazine it's a really old one yeah. and uh it, there's the twin t- it's like a magazine of new york and and the towers are there in the in the picture yeah. And then it's $9. The, the magazine's $9. Which, to oh, be fair, is a bit 
suspicious. I don't know why a magazine would be nine dollars. That seems like rather steep for a magazine. Mm. I don't know. Like obviously, I'm not from America, but I really don't think people charge like nine dollars for a magazine. That seems quite steep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, in this country, a magazine, how much would it be? Like one or two pound? Yeah. <laughs> Like that, yeah, definitely not that much. Like nine dollars is very excessive. Yeah. So it's like there is. Well, there's always the theory that Matt Groening is a time traveler because that is one TV show where there's always going to be things in it that are like, oh, well, that came to fruition yeah. in some form or another. Like with the Donald Trump uh, being president, that that came true. Yeah, nine uh, eleven. Obviously, there was there was hints at nine eleven. There was the um, election fraud. Um. Yeah, there's tons of examples when it comes to Simpsons. Yeah, for sure, the Simpsons. I think yeah. this may be going off topic with predictive programming, but it kind of relates with time travel. Do you believe in time travel? No. No. No, I really find it hard to, to believe in that concept because I think if it was done by now, we'd definitely know about it. For sure. I feel like the people who have travelled back in time would have done something. I, I really think it messed with the fabric of reality to the point where it just caused complete destruction. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. There's like what you see in the cartoons is, in my mind, what I see to be time travel, but it's not yeah. possible in real life. No. Like I've seen like uh, you know, YouTube videos saying, "Oh, this time traveler came from the year 2075 and saw that the future was terrible." And those yeah. videos—they're not believable. If you- Yes, me. Well, that's the thing. Like anyone could literally just say, "Oh, yeah, I'm a time travel from the year 20." Obviously, there's like suspicious circumstances where people have popped up randomly and have been like, "Yeah, I'm a time traveler." Maybe it's possible to some degree, but there might be limitations or constructs in this reality that prevent anything from, like, from them actually impacting the world. If you know what I mean? Yeah, like. Before I watched the videos saying that Donald Trump was a time traveler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or Baron, <laughs> it was Baron Trump on it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, his son, his grandson, yeah, or son or grandson, yeah, yeah that he's a time traveler. Because um, yeah, there's a book in there called yeah, something yeah. about Baron Trump, and it's a, a story about uh, like a leader's son who goes back in time, something yeah, like yeah. that. I read that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time. I think. You know, he's connected with Back to the Future. Well, well go yeah. movie, the more movie that is. Yeah, that is a great movie. But, I mean, it's possible. It's possible that we live in a reality where things happen, you know, like Men in Black. Yes. Where things occur and we are sort of neutralised and we do forget. But then if everything's possible, then nothing really has meaning. So I, I find it hard to believe that that is actually the truth, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I think time travel, maybe it's possible, but if you are a time traveler, you can't you can't do things that would affect the script, so-called. Yeah. Like the script has to play out exactly. how it will play out. That's yeah. possibly why, say, Matt Groening is, say, he is a time traveler, he's chosen to create a TV show, which hasn't, it doesn't really directly impact reality, but at the same time tells the, it tells a possible chronological story of what is happening in this reality, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's just, all the Simpsons is, is just a script to see what happens in the, in this reality. Yeah, very possible. 
Simpsons, he's got 33, I think, in Caldean. Yeah, and I think there's, there's 33 seasons of The Simpsons. Yeah, there is. There yeah. is, and I plan on ending it this season, aren't they? Are they? Yeah, I've yeah. heard about that. Mm. Obviously, you know, the 33. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, The Simpsons is a great TV show. But yeah, there, no, there's, there's tons of examples of uh, predictive programming in The Simpsons. But like, even more shows when it comes to like 9-11 like uh, there was a, a video game I don't know if you've heard of it called Deuce Machina I think it is I think it's no, in that no. one I've never heard of it but Deuce Machina if you can explain it then yeah I'll be able so to ba- basically it's a video game about like um, international terrorists and stuff like that but <laughs> in the original cop, if I'm not mistaken the original copy of the game um, they didn't like they did the New York skyline. Yeah. The twin towers were missing from the skyline. <laughs> and then they came out and said, Oh, that was a glitch. Sorry, we didn't mean to do that. Yeah. It was like it was not long before nine eleven happened. So Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. It's possible really, mate. Maybe they sat down and knew that nine eleven was gonna happen, so they done yeah. it intentionally, but I, th- I really, I really don't think that's the case. I really don't, I don't think, think that's so. Case. I just think it's the script, like it, it gives you hints at what's going to happen, but it's yeah. not going to tell you. Fully. It's almost like a dream in a sense. Yes, daydream. Yeah, yeah. There's projections of things occurring in real life as well as when you go to sleep that will almost give you hints as to what's going to happen in the future or the near future. Mm-hmm. Which is why they always thought, well, which is why they always have the time travel talk. I think it's yeah. more far-fetched than it is real reality. Well, time travel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree. I, d- I do think on some level, there are probably evil forces working in the world to try and create this magic in which they um, put things out in popular culture to yeah, get that's... people to invest into it and then hopefully bring it to life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think predictive programming is definitely one of the tools that is used to keep mankind under mind control. Yeah, definitely. Because, well, the basis of it is you see it and then you, you see it in like a film or something. So say like um, an evil cabal working in the background, that typically is the story. I mean, like if you look at, say, even the MCU, I think that's been a massive proponent of predictive programming over the past few years. Yes. Um, for example, with say like I don't know if you've seen Winter Soldier, the Captain America film. I think I've seen it. Where it turns out that Shield, which is like the big gov- government agency, yeah, has been taken sure. by an evil organization, which yeah. was originated during the era of the Nazis called Hydra, <clears throat> and that is almost tr- it is true to life because there was a there was a operation after the uh, collapse of the Third Reich called Operation Paperclip, which meant that the German scientists that were involved in doing human experiments and stuff like that were transferred from their German bases to to the American side to work for them at the the sparing of their life. So they were spared an agreement for them to come work for the US. So... the narrative of that in, in Captain America is actually true to life. Like that's actually what happened. 
where you see it in a film and you think, oh no, that that just that's what happened in that movie that time. It's not actually what's really happened. Yeah, it's just, it's just like truth in your face, and you just completely ignore it because you've seen it in a film. You think, oh no, that's just a film. That's fantasy. It's science fiction because it's labelled as a certain thing. It's yeah. labelled as fan- fantasy or science fiction. It's not labelled as a drama. You just assume, oh yeah, it's not real life, is it? So doesn't affect you, but. Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, but wasn't Operation Paperclip, uh, didn't that link to NASA being founded? Or yeah, wrong? it oh, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I believe, I believe because it Because I'll touch on this individual, Werner von Braun, if I'll say his name. He was one of the people that was responsible for the creation of NASA. And he actually wrote a book, this is some predictive programming, called, uh, it was about a, a book on a boy named Elon looking to go to Mars, and we currently have Elon Musk, who's looking to travel to Mars. That's crazy. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I believe he wrote the book the day NASA came out in, in 1959, and Elon Musk bought being born 12 years later. That's um, insane, yeah, I yeah. think I, I think it's, I think it's called Project Elon. Well, yeah. Yeah. But cool. then, but then do you question, is that... Is it because they have access to uh, the knowledge that this life is a script and they're just tracking the script? Or is it because this guy, Werner von Braun, wanted to get a kid called Elon to travel to the moon, uh, travel to Mars, sorry? Yeah. I mean, subdued. Yeah, how do you answer that question? It's like, you can't really explain it. You know, you got to use a bit of common sense and say that he wasn't aware that Elon Musk was going to be born 12 years later. I mean, if he did, then, again, like, he's, he's got to be some sort of time traveller, but it's not possible. No. It'd be boring as well if you're a time traveller. Like, why would you do that? Exactly. Like, like <laughs> it's almost like... as if, it's almost as if you're, you're, you're God, really. You're the creator. You just travel through time and looking and seeing where this reality is. Like, yeah. That's why they always say, you know, you should stay in the present moment. Because if you go too far in the future, there could be some bad things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You've got to be grateful for this moment and stay as present as possible. I, th- I think the biggest, like, explainer of the idea of time travel being quite farcical, not farcical necessary, necessarily, but almost pointless and redundant is say, Rick and Morty, where it's basically about this grandpa traveller who has all all this technology, access to every single piece of kit and technology you could wish for, which is probably what would you have if you were a time traveller, say. Yeah. It just becomes farcical and kind of pointless. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, the more you use these technologies and things that just make it easier for everything to do, everything to jump from place to place to travel in time and create alternate versions of yourself it just becomes completely redundant and pointless so I, I don't unless they were just like they did actually time travel and they were just like oh you know what would be funny if I mm-hmm. wrote a book 50 years in advance of when this kid Elon's going to be trying to go to Mars it like maybe yeah. that's what they're doing but it just seems a bit too far-fetched I think yeah I agree with that like, like Elon, 
Sorry, like Elon Musk himself is a is a very interesting character if you know about him. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's like he has some similar ideas on what he thinks about this reality. Yeah, yeah. What like simulation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simulation. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Smart man as well. Very smart yeah, man. He's in, yeah, he's intelligent. Yeah. At the same time, oh, not hundred percent convinced of him though. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the way he speaks, it's a bit. It's almost as like he, his voice is not the same as it was before. I don't know. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one. It is a weird one. I can never put my finger on. Like, I do like Elon. I like him as a, but I think he's more of a character than an, an actual person. Yeah, I agree. He's just, just playing a role. Like, he knows yeah. what's happening. Like, he knows what's happening with the crypto market. Like, this is another example of predictive programming. So, uh, you put a post on Twitter. He's a, you know, like the petrol station. And, and you put like 7 Eleven and, that yeah. seems to be an important number in the esoteric and the, in the Tesla stocks that day, because obviously he's owner of Tesla. The Tesla stocks that day, I think it was on the 21st of June, was $711. Yeah, so, that's yeah. cool. This guy knows that's what's cool. going on. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's just playing with the numbers. Yeah. I don't doubt that a lot of them have the knowledge, yeah, esoteric knowledge. But at the same time, I think it's it's like... I don't know. I, th- I think you just you find this information out, and it sort of just becomes a game. You realize it's a game. Yes. You probably just don't take it too seriously. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like you just have to level up in this game of life and not be caught under the predictive programming and that they show yeah. you in the mainstream. Exactly. Exactly. I think you have to like almost separate yourself from it. That doesn't mean you can't go out and watch a film and enjoy it for what it is. Try and respect it for the piece of art that it brings, but don't don't become so consumed in it that it becomes like almost a reality for you. Yeah, I because guess. most most people they don't know they can't separate what's real and what's not real. That's why you know they always get emotional about what happens in the mainstream. Uh, yeah, with movies in particular, like if they see, for example, the predictive programming, like there's been like twenty five movies about the Golden Gate being destroyed. Does that mean it's gonna? Does that mean that the Golden Gate Bridge is gonna be destroyed? I don't know, mm-hmm. but it could be. But we'll have to see. Yeah, I think usually when something happens in terms of predictive programming, it's usually quite subtle. Yeah. So it's not. It's not necessarily this is. Look, this is what's going to happen, and it's like the an active portrayal or vision of what's going to happen. It's more in symbology and it's cut into the subconscious rather than the, the conscious mind. So yeah. say with 9-11, you've, got, you've just got things that are, uh, are quite subtle, but your subconscious will probably pick up on, like the thing with um, the, the 9 and the 11 with Bart's magazine and the Deuce Ex Machina thing with the Twin Towers missing from the skyline. And, and yeah. then things like on that level where it's like you'll be, be doing something you're not actively thinking oh this is this is does this mean this is going to happen i think it cuts beyond the conscious and it has to go to the subconscious for it to be predictive programming somewhat yeah i think if i could give an example of that it'd be say with the mcu um avengers endgame came out in 2019 yeah and I watched it. More, or less, more or less the same year 
obviously in that film there's the blip in there there's a blip where there's like five years of nothing yeah and like half of planet earth gets wiped out it's not directly the same as coronavirus but at the same time it kind of is it was a period that came right after that where it was yeah. like everything was shut down the world basically stopped for two years yeah. so it's not it's not directly the same thing but it's almost a metaphorical version of it if that makes sense yeah, I get that. I agree with that for sure. And um, you also have like, uh, what do you call it, the simulation exercises for the C nineteen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With the uh, like World Economic Forum and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Planned yeah, they occurred like sixty something days before. I can't remember how many days it was before before COVID nineteen or the first case of COVID nineteen. Yeah, so. Whoever's, whoever or whatever's doing it, whether it's in or outside this reality, they know what's going on. Yeah. I, I, I just think some people are aware of it and they do know what's going on, but at the same time, I don't think it's in their control necessarily. They're just playing their parts. Yeah, I agree with that. They're just playing their parts because yeah. at the end of the day, then no one escapes the, the the reality that we live in once you understand that it's not what you think it is and I'll show that in, in in my videos that I have. Uh, yeah. Well, what videos you got coming out? Uh, just some de- on your main decode, channel? yeah, decoding videos. Nice, that's well on 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 your actual channel that you're uploading. Yeah, yeah, on my actual, yeah, on my actual channel. Nice. Look out for them. Yeah, yeah we're, we're gonna try and get Logan on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to. Man. Yeah, I, I just message him on the. I just message him saying, "Come on, man." <laughs> yeah, it'd be. I think it'd be a good guest, and I think he'd probably do it. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, seems to apply to you a lot on YouTube. To be fair. Yeah, exactly. So, like, just ask him to come on. He'll have a chat with us. It don't have to be long, does it? Half an hour. Charlie can spare half an hour of his day. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, your channel's going to be popping off then if you're doing all the decoding. I've I've seen a lot of your stuff on Twitter, like all the and we're reading the threads and stuff, and I was like, that's fascinating. Like, uh, that is actually you've done some serious work into that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah cause like you know the self improvement stuff, that's all well and good, but I realised when I was going in, I was like, uh, you know, I had to do have to do something different because you got to make it unique. You know. Yeah. I know we're going off topic, but. You don't want to just sit down asking, you know, telling people advice when you yourself have not built up to a standard where you can ask people, you can tell people advice on how to do this and how to do that. It's already been covered, so you got to have some uniqueness about you and make sure and change, change, change the genre. Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah, you've got to be a pioneer and you've got to bring something new to the table. People will be like, whoa, I should watch this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you know, otherwise you're just another, what do you call it, just another statistic on the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But that's why I tried the impressions thing, because the impressions did actually, people were like, oh, yeah, people enjoyed that. And it was sort of something new. I don't think I'd seen anyone else doing it. So it was a niche in that way. Yeah. And it draws people to your channel. It's like, oh, this guy. Well, I think Captain Sinbad did it as well. We're off topic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, topic. no, we're going way off topic, but sorry, guys. Yeah, back to yeah. the predictive programming. 
Have you got any other examples? Or... Yeah, let me think off the top of my head. There was the show, um, was it Utopia? I think it was called, that Amazon released. Yes. And it came out along the same time or just before the COVID breakout. What's it about? I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never watched it. Are we allowed to say COVID on stream? I don't know. I don't know if people take it down. I, I've got a funny story where, um, I was, sorry, this is completely off topic, but I was I was recording a video uh, when I first started my channel. And in the video, I really quickly mentioned about um, the sea being like a lot of tosh. Yes. And about five minutes after I uploaded it, it got taken down. And my channel got a strike, so... We'll see, we'll see, but I, I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah back to the topic. The when the thing was happening all over the world, uh there was a show out called Utopia, which basically basically depicted a pharmaceutical company oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that. to combat a virus. Yeah. But it made everyone infertile and they were profiting off it, and it turned out that yeah, they were just trying to make money, and they created the virus. Yeah, yeah, I saw a video about that, and just just to say, there was you know the TV show The Office, the American one. Mm-hmm. I watched a video about that, and it was it was all about Biden getting into power as president of the US. Yeah, because it takes place in Pennsylvania, which is where yeah. Biden. Yes, and it's two hundred and one episodes. Yeah, and it lasted for six years, 2013 to 2019. And then a year later, they had the president elections in the US and coincidentally, Biden becomes president. Yeah. Well, no, it, end, it ended in 2013, actually, that show, I think. No, I think it, it was 2013 to 19, I think. No, it, it, it was 2005 to 2013. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, be a number yeah. I'm just a big fan of The Office. So. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never watched it. You see, I just yeah. All I'm, all I'm, all I'm, what I'm saying is just what I saw from the YouTube video. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. So, yeah, because it took place in Scranton, which is Biden's hometown, and it's called The Office, the Presidential Office. I mean, did they know that Biden was going to be in office? I don't know. Now you think about it as well. Like Michael Scott was a controversial character, and at the end, he gets sent off. So is it like the controversial character Trump gets sent off and replaced with someone more <laughs> applicable? Maybe. Maybe. But, but, yeah. but then is it like, did the writers of The Office come together and were like, look, Joe Biden's going to be in power in 10 years. Let's make a TV show that's going to show that so they're going to waste millions of pounds making a comedy show they've got to sit down and write comedy every single day and get all the actors involved just to be like oh yeah Joe Biden's going to be in power what you just said just you know you just made it just sounds really stupid (laughs) just sounds really silly to, to think that the producers of the office are sitting there hoping that Biden becomes president I mean yeah, it's just natural. It's just the script playing along. This is supposed to happen so that this event can happen. Exactly. Yeah. 
it's like everything's connected so it's yes. almost synchronicity synchronicities where things that are seemingly unlinked seemingly link in some form mm-hmm. so like by name or by place it's like there's, there's a connection to everything you just have to look deep enough and be like oh yeah made that connection yeah very true a lot of synchronicities within everybody's yeah. lives if you look and see that then life would be so much better exactly yeah if you just like embrace the script almost and just allow it to take you I think you'd have a lot more of a joyous time on this ride yeah on this this unbelievable loony bin as the great detail you reality calls it yeah is it a loony bin? I don't know I'm enjoying it yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. For the most part. Yeah. I cut that last week though, which is sad. But Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, life goes on and uh, yeah, I think you've just got to make the most of it and just realise that everything isn't as serious as you think it is. Yeah. And people aren't plotting on your demise. That's one big constraint that you can put on yourself is thinking that or everyone's out to get you, the elite are out to get you, they're gonna come for your money and take your land and stuff. No, you can you can do whatever you want. Like exactly. just just realise yeah. that you've got the power to do that. That that's something. I don't doubt that all these conspiracies theories are purported and somewhat peddled by the elites in order to make people f- feel powerless and think that they can do nothing. So yeah, people blame the elites for why their life's a mess, but you have to look at yourself. You know, you know does a fish pay attention to what a shark is doing? No, so yeah. why should people pay attention to the elite? So if you know, if you don't like something, just ignore it. But yeah, people get stuck under the matrix and give their energy to a lot of things with the predictive programming, with anything in life in general, in this reality. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I would say it's not really, a re- it's not really, well, I wouldn't really call this reality a reality because I don't think it's real. No, I think it is real. I think it is as real as you make it, but then what do you, what is real if it's not real? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Hard to say. Yeah. It is hard to say, but like when you see, the, when, if you notice the predictive programming more and you see prophecies happening, you do kind of realise, hang on, what kind of reality am I living in? Yeah. And you see, when you start questioning your reality and you see natural synchronicities, you then come to the logical conclusion that, look, this might be scripted. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. When you get to deep into the rabbit hole you're like where do I go now it's like it's just endless you keep going forever so then you have to make a logical assumption that will tie in the new world view so yeah I I, I can understand that I can understand that but yeah Um, is there anything else on predictive programming there's there's one I think you know cyber polygon simulating cyber attacks just right after the the pandemic. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so does that mean that cyber attacks are gonna happen? I mean, look, I don't know, but it's not it's not 
good to live in fear just because you see that the elite are simulating cyber attacks now thinking that you're going to get a cyber attack. Yeah. And look, if it happens, look, it happens. Like, you, you can't control it. You can't do anything about it. But look, you just have to stay calm, be prepared and know that life's a game. Games. Yeah, exactly. And you can, when you don't, yeah, you don't have to live in fear. You can think, oh, what is the best logical solution to deal with this problem if it does happen? Yeah. And if it does, then deal with it when it comes to it. Don't, you know, don't just stand there paralyzed because you're so in fear that something's going to happen from the elite. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the fear, the fear based mentality is just how the, how the masses view life. Like when something, Bad happens, like you see with the toilet paper with the C nineteen. Everyone just rushed to buy toilet paper. You know, that's just the fear based way that these people live. And yeah, you know, unfortunately, I feel, I feel for like them. That, that was almost that was probably almost a power move from the elites to be like, because they almost tried it out where they were like, oh, let's see what we can do, let's see what we can make them buy. It's like a fear buy, and they were like, oh yeah, toilet paper is running out. Let's let's push that idea and see how many people go and buy toilet paper. So, it's so, hilarious. So, yeah. It is hilarious as a viewer to watch. I can't lie. It's kind of funny, but it's almost as if the elites are like, you know, masters putting their puppets, which would be mankind, into place. Yeah. Like, I think they probably view us as puppets in the, the world elite, but hey. But everyone's a puppet. It's not the thing. I think that's the thing you have to focus on. Every single person's a puppet. Yeah, like for example, you know, having a dog on lead and an owner having a dog on its lead is that yeah. one, you know that is very similar to mankind being in a script and being led. Yeah. Being to led. where? To where exactly? That's the question. That's the question. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you're sort of unaware. You wouldn't be aware. And what are you saying about the higher self as well? So the dog on the lead, you are sort of the meat puppet is the dog. Yeah. And then the person leading is probably either your higher self. Yeah, because like you get ideas in your head, but your ideas don't come from you. No, it's like a download, isn't it? Yeah, downloads. Yeah, it's typically the most the best ideas as well when you can yeah. shut your when you can shut your conscious mind down and just listen you often hear yeah there's there's so much information about stuff like that yeah have you got any more topics on predictive programming or is that it no not not necessarily no i i, I think there's just countless examples i think you could go on forever yeah there is a lot to be fair so yeah but it is a tool and it is a reality. It's it, the main question is: is it whether is it man that's doing it, or is it scripted? I think the latter, but yeah. that's up to the people to decide. I agree. Anyway, so guys, this is the end of the episode. It's been it's been a really good one. I feel. Yeah, I've so enjoyed. Yeah, it. yeah, I've enjoyed this as well. So we'll see you guys next week. Peace yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we'll find a topic to talk about.
This is the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, saying thank you so much, okay, for tuning in for this episode of The Occult Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, and also comment, because it helps the algorithm. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, go to at the occult pod underscore 13, that is for Instagram and Twitter. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you so much.